0: KRXO FM and KRXO HD Oklahoma City. KRXO Claremore Tulsa, a product of Tyler Media, reaching over 1 million Oklahomans every week. Now, TotallyTickets.com presents the Franchise Oklahoma City Thunder Countdown to Tip-Off pregame game Show on 107.7 The Franchise and 107.9 The Franchise Tulsa. And the
1: Thunder are Finally back to a two-game winning streak after a two-game losing streak that sent everybody over the edge. Everybody was sad, mad. The season is over. Giannis Antetokounmpo had his way with the Oklahoma City Thunder. The LA Clippers became intimate with the Oklahoma City Thunder against their will. But now the Thunder will be heading into their Sunday matchup against the Boston Celtics following a win over not just the Detroit business, but tonight the New York Knicks. Because who doesn't beat the Knicks? Oh yeah, the Houston Rockets, they didn't beat them earlier this week. It was awful for Russell Westbrook and company. But you know what? The Thunder just went down to Madison Square Garden and said, This isn't fair for you. We're going to beat you by 23 points. The Thunder defeat the New York Knicks, 126-103. to 103. I am Brady Trantham, and I am joined by Mr. Ryan Chapman and Matt Burton, who just looks very annoyed on the other side of the glass. Looks like something isn't working over there. But you know what? You're safe with Matt Burton. He's going to figure it out. But Ryan, we talked about it in the pregame a handful of times. This is a game that Oklahoma City should win. Yeah, They should win it. They should win it. But there is always that you know that thing that exists where they should beat the Detroit Pistons. And they did, but they were up by 16. They surrendered the lead in the fourth quarter, and they trailed by one for about a minute and 42 seconds left in the game. And then Chris Paul did his thing. The Thunder, of, of, of course, won that game. In the games like this, you... Of course you want to win, but when it's so overmatched, when the talent gap is so far and vast, you, you'd, yeah, win by 23 points, but still, very good performance by Oklahoma City on both ends of the floor tonight. Yeah,
0: this was a focused performance, and it's not something that we've been used to seeing out of this team as of late. They, of course, uh, just beat the doors off the Spurs coming off the All-Star break, but other than that, if you look back even before the All-Star break, kind of played around with the Cavs. Detroit, again, another close close game that should have been much closer. They ended up losing to Boston and then the Spurs. So they've been overmatched at times and and just not performed. So it's good to see them come out like this, especially, as you said, with Boston looming. This, this is something that you, you finally get to exercise some of those demons of the Milwaukee game, of the Clippers game. You get to feel good about things again. Hopefully Chris Paul isn't just, you know, steaming in the locker room because he, he's just frustrated with how things have gone, even in a win. So... It's one of those just feel good, get right games that you need, especially with the Celtics coming up.
1: Yeah, no question. I mean, if the Thunder were going to get to their 50 win mark that a lot of fans are excited for, I mean, we all know the number they have to hit, but it makes these games that you you go into like a Knicks game not excited as a Thunder fan because it's like, yeah, they have everything to lose and nothing really to gain. But no, I would argue that they do have a lot to gain for that Boston game and that Utah game a few days later in Oklahoma City. For those to really matter, you've got to take care of business it Gets the Detroit's and the New York's of the world. If they drop one of those games, it's like, well, you probably have to go 2-0 in your next two games, which is, it's going to be hard to do that because the Thunder have already played Boston and Oklahoma City. They dropped that game. It was a game that they controlled, and they no doubt will have a chance in Boston, but it's still going to be a tall task to ask the Thunder to go beat Jason Tatum the way he's been playing for the last month or so. And then even two days off, uh, coming back to Oklahoma City, playing the Utah Jazz. The Jazz have been so schizo- schizophrenic this year, but they're still more talented than Oklahoma City, I would say, like when you compare players on an individual basis on the roster. So a performance like this is just great, and especially coming off of the Detroit game where the offense was there. The defense kind of was there for about a quarter and a half into the second, into the third quarter. First quarter wasn't there. Fourth quarter, it fell off. Uh, tonight, though, like the, the defensive side of the, the basketball, just incredible uh, blocks, uh, three point. Like you talked about, it in the entire game, we were watching it earlier in the conference room. The Knicks couldn't hit anything from deep. Now they don't have a lot of great players, but they still couldn't hit anything, and that's that's incredible.
0: Yeah, and I mean, this is something that you know Matt hit on in the post game of the Detroit game. Detroit doesn't have a lot of great three-point shooters and they were missing a ton of circus shot or making a ton of circus shots but still you, you have to get out there and contest it and, and make sure that you're forcing the other team to miss those shots tonight oklahoma city, oklahoma city did that you can only play the team that's in front of you and they did a very good job of chasing the knicks off three-point line i believe they were what oh for nine at halftime or something like that it was deep into the game before the knicks even made a three um they didn't capitalize off that much more they finished at four for 24 and that that was something that against milwaukee milwaukee seemed to make every three under the sun the clippers killed them from the deep and then again detroit had pretty good success even though detroit shot like eight thousand threes. um still still shot at a high percentage so it it's those little things that yes you're just playing the knicks but if you want to go and beat boston if you want to go and beat utah you need to be able to as billy donovan loves to say course correct throughout the season they had not been defending the three point ball, the three point line very well the last two to three games. They came out tonight and made that a point of emphasis and executed at a high level. So that, that's just the things you like to see that the team's not in their head. They're still focused, able to make the adjustments necessary to attack the back, what, 19 games of the season that are yeah. left? Matt Burton, you okay over there? I'm I'm okay.
2: Um, I'm a little I'm a little frazzled. I accidentally played the uh, pregame open. <laughs> so the post- guy, I don't know <laughs> yes. if anyone caught that. Oh yeah. I don't know if anyone caught that, but I sure did. Well, I mean, and this- then uh, yeah, this computer back here is just giving me problems, but nothing out of the norm.
1: Well, hell, I mean, this game was over at about you know about 20 minutes into the game. We can just pre we can make this the pregame show for the Celtics game. Exactly. Exactly.
2: No, this is a, this is a good game tonight. Good game tonight. Like like Ryan said, a a get right. A get right game. I like that. This is exactly a get right game, and this is why I really love this Thunder team is because they usually win these games these these games that they're supposed to win, uh, rather than the past couple of years where we saw you know they the might opposite. have lost they might have lost to the Knicks they might have lost they would have lost to the Pistons the other night, and we've just been scratching our heads like how how could this happen? Um, but no, this is a good game for the Thunder. Uh, get right game, building the confidence up. Um, before these two tough games against the Jazz and the Celtics. Um but yeah, it was good this this Knicks it's just so terrible. The the, the Knicks are so bad. Julius Randle's your best player and Alfred Payton. <laughs> Elford on the shelf Payton. Yeah. I mean, I mean, come on. That's the this this team's so bad, but uh, good win. Get the confidence right for the next for the upcoming game.
1: Danilo Gallinari led the way for the Thunder with 22 points on 7 of 13 shooting. Uh, Chris Paul had a fantastic game. We'll probably talk about him a lot uh, coming up. Uh, 21 points, 12 assists, 3 rebounds. Didn't have a turnover until very late in the game. He finished with just the one turnover. Also 3 steals. Jay Ellis alexander follows up his great game uh, on the road against Detroit with an 18-point performance, 5 assists, 3 rebounds. And then it was a... It was a great little like balance scoring effort off the bench. You've got Hamdou Diallo, with twelve points. His first made three since uh, January seventeenth, I believe, against the Miami Heat. Maddie Lee pointed that out from the Oklahoman on Twitter. And then you got Abdul Nader, nine points. Nerlens Noel, eight points, three blocks. Incredible performance by him. And then Dennis Schroeder, sixteen points, three assists, five rebounds. But, but I guess with that, let's just jump right in to the Thunder player of the game. <laughs>
0: Now, the Franchise Thunder Player of the Game, brought to you by Volkswagen of Edmond.
1: Ryan, you keep looking at me. It seems like you're, you're really wanting to say something. No, no, we're good. Oh, okay. Well, do you want to give me your Player of the Game? I would love
0: to give you my Player of the Game. My Player give of the Game is going to be Hamadou Diallo. I thought Diallo was very good for vast stretches of this game. He just athletically outmatched the Knicks tonight. And, and Matt was uh, remarking about this during the game. That Hami Diallo guy, all he does is come in, play good defense, provide a spark. Three huge dunks in this game. And so uh, Hami Diallo, I think that guys like that are huge in these games because the lo- the guys that are on the lower end of the roster are still fighting for some more minutes, maybe increased roll. They have a big point to prove, and I think that when you get that from the jump, it's infectious. And so Hami Diallo bringing that energy early in the first quarter, I thought really set the tone for how the Thunder approached this game. I've, I like that. I've been very outspoken uh, about I think Hami
2: deserves minutes over Ferguson, Um, just for simply that he comes in, he brings energy. Everyone's energy level seems to just go up when Hami's in the game. He gives, he plays his ass off every single time he is in. He is in the game. Uh, Plays pretty good defense. He hit a three tonight, which is weird. I know he's not known right right after
1: he missed two free throws, one long and one short.
2: Right, but no, I'm I'm a big fan of Hami. I think he deserves those minutes over Ferguson. And uh, and Nader, but
1: that's just me. You know? Is that is that Papa Burton and you talking right now?
2: Uh, maybe it's more it's more so just the way he plays whenever he comes in. It's more just logic. It's, really, it's more the way he plays when he comes in. He's not he's not scared sometimes like Ferguson seems. But no, I, I like I like Diallo. Uh, I mean, I get trying to work Ferguson and Nader back in, but I mean, how could you not like Diallo? He comes
0: in and just plays hard. Yeah, I, he's just one of those guys that you. You watch sometimes the efforts that Russell Westbrook would give, and and you're just like, you're a professional basketball player. You're getting to go out there and play this game. I get that you're a superstar, but how can you not just go out there and have fun on nights like this? You don't have to do it all yourself, get some of the other guys involved. And now Hami Diallo, a beneficiary of someone who's willing to get the other guys involved, and you're starting to kind of see what Hami can do, even though he's not the best shooter in the world. Anytime that you can get a guy that looks like I saw on Twitter tonight that Someone said that Diallo was dunking like he was trying to win his dunk contest title back. When you can just have that break out in the middle of a game, it's just fun for everyone and just raises the energy. Which wins the last time someone didn't get
2: to defend their dunk championship?
1: Again, like unless we just get a chance to straight up ask Common Diallo, like we don't know if he wasn't invited maybe, or yeah, if it was, was a health issue. Work, yeah. But yeah, like I could have swore he said that he was pretty much invited, just came down to the health of his elbow. But he looked pretty damn healthy tonight. But having said that, was it was Hami your player of the game too, Burton.
2: Um, or are you gonna? I was some- I was I was actually gonna say Hami, but um, I will I will switch I will switch. Uh, I'm gonna go give the basic answer. Chris Paul, yeah, Chris Paul. He, uh, but I mean, he was 21 points, 12 assists, three steals. Uh,
1: he played like he knew where he was. Exactly, he was like, exactly. It's a show. Like, this is this is this is the stage.
2: This is MSG. Uh, yeah. This is a terrible Knicks team, and I'm going to absolutely control. Uh, this entire game
1: and Jim Dolan the Knicks owner sitting courtside and I don't know if you guys have seen the rumors everyone saw the the Knicks Chris Paul rumors at all and for those listening that are unfamiliar apparently there is a uh, a belief that the Knicks will try to target Chris Paul in the offseason for a trade and it's really not that hard to fathom because Leon Rose their new president and GM is Chris Paul's former agent they have a strong relationship strong bond together um, of course, Leon Rose is no longer Chris Paul's agent as a result. Chris Paul's a big boy. He is. He's, he's, he's a grown adult. Um, so there's that, and also the fact that the Knicks just need some semblance of consistency and winning, and Chris Paul certainly brings you that. So um, that exists. We can talk about that a little bit later because there's only so much you can talk about with a 23-point lead, but Jim Dolan's sitting courtside, and every time Chris Paul hits a shot, I'm just wondering, is he smart enough to understand that, no, that's a that's something that you want right there? Yeah, it's not Kevin Durant. Yeah, it's not Giannis Antetokounmpo. And yes, if you get Chris Paul, you probably can't even bring Giannis in 2021 because of the $44.4 million he's going to make in two years. You weren't going to get Giannis Yeah, anyway. but you're not going to get Giannis in the first place. <laughs> he's going to Miami. He's going yes. to Golden State. No, he's going to Miami. He's, gonna go Jimmy Buckets, He's going to go Jimmy Bucket, Tyler Heroes. The same Duncan Miami Robinson. Heat that are
2: losing to the New Orleans Pelicans. We are right not. Whoa! I can't believe whoa, whoa, it. We whoa, are not around alert. the association. All right, spoiler. Whoa, We haven't even got whoa, to whoa. my player. The same the Miami Heat that might or might not be losing to the Pelicans? Allegedly.
1: Oh, Burton. Someone mute his mic. Oh, we don't have the power. Oh, no. Uh, the, uh, now, oh, no. Now the turntables. <laughs> uh, now I'm going to give my player the game to New Orleans Noel. Oh, my goodness, New Orleans Noel. Three blocks. Those three blocks just... Okay, so the, the Thunder lead the first quarter 27-20, to 20, and I pointed this out in that first quarter. It looked like... It was starting to look like the Spurs game a few weeks ago that the Thunder lost in Oklahoma City because they were missing so many bunnies. They're, they missed, I, th- I think, four shots at the rim and seven shots overall in the paint. And I just didn't like the the wildness. I didn't like, no, no one seemed like they were under control except for Chris Paul. And Chris Paul is typically, he picks his spots when he wants to be assertive with the basketball. But then you had the Knicks basically doing the same thing, but they were having a little bit more uh, success getting to the rim. And then Reynolds Noel came in and just shut that down. He's like, uh-uh, no more. And then that was the tone that the Thunder kind of took on from there. And then everybody else was able to feed off it. Chris Paul kept doing his thing. Hamdu Diallo came off the bench and did his thing. Danilo Gallinari scored at the clip that we're accustomed to seeing him play. Danilo Gallinari. Danilo Gall- There we go.
0: That's that guy. I'm happy now. <laughs>
1: that's, <laughs> that what, was,
0: that's what I did at halftime. That was my halftime. Pro- it shows you what kind of game we had tonight. I love it.
1: Yes. Yes. But yes, shout out to New Orleans Noel. But of course, Danilo Gallinari, Shea Gil, alexander both deserving of that as well. That is Matt Burton across the glass. That is also Ryan Chapman. I am Brady Trantham. Madison Morris has the day off because she was talent all day. I just thought she hated us and just was like, nah, that's, y- you guys got it. Don't well, don't worry about me. Well, that's that's the truth. Like, we usually keep that behind the microphone or like during the break. You know, it's not for the listeners to know. Ah, my bad. Oh
0: well. Never mind. Madison doesn't hate us. Yeah, everything
1: wing. everything is fine. <laughs> You're listening to 107 Voice On the Franchise, 1079 the franchise, in Tulsa, when we when we get back there's going to be more of this 23-point uh, beatdown that we're going to talk about because yeah! we have to. It's You're stuck with us. More after the break. Welcome back to the pregame show. Matt Burden. <laughs> he Hello. Did, he didn't get it. Oh, no, yes. He, he was a pregame was, show. Matt no, messed up. Matt yes. messed up. Let's make fun. <laughs> yeah, none of us have ever made mistakes before. <laughs> no. No, we love Matt Burden. That was actually a joke from Ryan Chapman, so don't shoot me. Shoot me. Yes. Wow, Ryan! Speak yeah. up next time. Don't let Brady tell your jokes
2: for you. I love oh, you. I'm just I love you too. Oh, I love man. everyone. Everyone. E L E. Everyone.
0: I'm sorry. This computer back here is just. Oh, it's got me. No, people it,
1: need to stop downloading stuff off. You of can it. hear
0: it. It was rough today. Yeah, it was rough today. But I, happy that Semi Pro got readded to Netflix recently. Little E L E. Everybody love everybody. I did
1: see that. I'm excited. I'm going go go to, to go watch, watch that it. tonight after I get home. Yeah, from Coffee this. Black, the inventor of the uh, Alleyoop, if i, if yes. I remember if yes. i correct,ly yes. Uh, him and, one, Jack, him yeah. and Jackie Moon. One of the same. Yes. Uh, this is the Thunder First Take post-game show. The voices that you were hearing, Matt Burton, our producer, our lovely producer, I might Who's add. Who's never made a mistake in his life. Nor will he ever. Yeah, first and, time tonight. and He's, then, he's Ryan, perfect in our eyes. Ryan Chapman in a green shirt, and uh, me, Brady Trantham, with a backwards hat. But that doesn't matter to you. You can't see us. Theater of the mind. Yes. We're just trying our best to make you visualize this because... What we had to visualize was a 23-point beatdown of the New York Knicks by the Oklahoma City Thunder, your Oklahoma City Thunder, because you're listening to the Thunder First Take post game show, and I'm sure you're all happy. It's Friday night. This is how you get your weekend started with a thunder thrashing. And then you go home
0: and you listen to us. If, Thank you for listening to us. Or, we
1: appreciate you spending your Friday night with us. Or, if I do add so correctly, if you're just tuning in or you're like, oh man, I didn't get the whole thing. You can also listen to the OKC82 podcast because we just take all this show, put it on the podcast machine, and it's all out there for you for free. Subscribe to the OKC82 podcast. You can listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever. It's usually Madison and me. Sometimes Ryan has been jumping on with us a lot. Like tonight. Like tonight, like the, the previous night. And then Matt Burton is always on with us because he's always our producer, except for on those Thursday games. Oh boy yes. has to go make some gotta money go, elsewhere.
2: Got to go uh, tin the bar. Yes. Might or might not have my shirt on yeah. when I'm
1: there. Okay. I don't know. Need to do I theater of the mind. I need to do a post-game show from there then. My, <laughs> I know. Yes. No. <laughs> With the win tonight, Oklahoma City is now a tied their season high 15 games over 500. Can they crack the dreaded 16 games over 500? It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough ass because they got the Boston Celtics next in the garden, in the Boston garden. But with tonight's win, the Thunder have won 11 of their last 12 road games. Guys, I'll ask you this real quick before we get any, a little bit further about Dennis Schroeder, about the Boston Celtics uh, moving forward. Is this team better on the road? And just, like, Forget numbers, forget like streaks and everything, but just from a simple watching them play. And yes, a lot of that has to do with the last time we saw the, saw the Thunder at home, they were playing the Clippers. I get all that. But just from a simple visual standpoint, does this team play better on the road, in your opinion, Matt, not in Milwaukee, <laughs> not, in, not well, in Milwaukee? Well, Danielle no, Dolgani yeah. had a hurt knee. Remember? That's or, true. Yes. Or an ankle. Yes, that's yeah. right. Or yeah. else he would have had fifty. I'm pra- sure. pra- praise the Almighty! He was healed. He's he risen. He was risen. risen. Yeah.
2: Um, no, I, I. Am I weird that I think they they play? I mean, they've been pretty consistent with the way they play this year, no matter where they've been. I, it, I may just be seeing things. I don't know, but I mean, I think this Thunder team—they bring it every night.
1: They yeah. do unless unless they're in milwaukee i but well no one really brings it unless if they're in Milwaukee it's right. it's hard to beat them there <laughs> the bucks bring it in Milwaukee every night but yeah i i think they've
0: been pretty consistent i think they're When they lose games, these close games, it's just a matter of some nights they're better in the key moments that you have to be good in to win those close games. Other nights, it's that thing of do you fall behind at the end of the first quarter and end of the third quarter and have to play catch up the entire second and fourth quarter? Or are you the team that's the aggressor that's pushing the pace and just kind of keeping the lead? I think that they're pretty much the same. It's just weird that it kind of works out that way. I don't know if it's something maybe because they're a younger team when they go on the road, it's more of a... Um, we're all together. We're, we're having to go here, here, and there as a team, as a group. Maybe that settles them almost and allows them to play more consistently. But visually, I think it looks the same.
1: Yeah, and like during the pregame, Dave Garrett just rattled off the rest of their schedule, and Jerry Ramsey and I just basically said win, loss, win, loss, and I said a loss for the Utah game coming up on Wednesday, I believe, because they have two days off after their Boston game. And my reasoning was: this team looks kind of slow and lethargic when they've had multiple days off leading into a game. But like you said, when they kind of fall into like the muscle memory of playing basketball, they just they seem just they, they seem better at course correcting in the game. They seem better at establishing the tone that they want to set much early, earlier in the game. Now, again, some of the numbers might disqualify that, or this is basically just straight up I I test here, but. Um, I don't know it, it's interesting but yeah a lot of that has to do with the fact that you know some of these teams that they played on the road you know New York Detroit yeah, they're not they're not that good either but again winning on the road you you don't you know you don't it's it's hard
0: it's, it's hard, hard it's hard in the NBA yeah I mean when, when there's only 30 teams in the league, It doesn't matter if you're the worst team. You still have some of the best basketball players in the world. And if you take that team for granted, if if you just think, oh, we're going to roll out and and win that game, you're probably going to lose more times than than not. So going on the road is hard in the NBA, but the Thunder have been remarkable at it, especially since that awful start to the season. I just wonder if maybe because it's a young team, um, young teams like that, you, you get them all on the road. You don't have to have any pressure of like home or anything like that. The home fans, you can kind of feed off of the road crowd almost sometimes. Um, if if they've got that kind of personality, Diallo seems like that kind of guy that kind of feeds off of that in your face, you know, road crowd. So um, maybe it's just as simple as they're, they're a young group that likes to get on the road together and they just think about just basketball and they're not worried about all the other stuff.
1: And one of the one of the things about this team, you know, you, you highlighted the young players and yeah, you can certainly understand how falling into muscle memory could probably benefit, you know, younger players because they're thriving off of athleticism and energy before they actually understand how to play basketball at the nba level one of the older guys on this team though dennis Schroeder, and you kind of talking about this to me over the um over the break ryan dennis Schroeder is a six man of the year candidate and i think going into the all-star break if people were polled i think a substantial number of not just obviously local people but national people who follow the nba would probably put dennis Schroeder at the top or near the top of their list winning the damn award he's played at that level he's played at such a level that when he has games like tonight where he only has 16 points on 5 of 16 shooting it's kind of like a ah. Uh, In a 23 point victory in a game where they were up by 34 at one point. It's like, eh, we've seen you do better. But I mean, over the last few weeks, like it has been a little bit of a dip for Dennis Schroeder.
0: Yeah, I I found myself watching this game thinking, you you could obviously by the second, obviously see by the second quarter, the game was in hand. And so I found myself going, the Thunder need Dennis Schroeder to be great if they want to go into Boston and win that game. And I'm like, I hope that for the Thunder's sake, down the stretch of this game, he can kind of shoot his way out of the slump. I think he started 0 for 7, then hit a big three, and and then had some more misses. And over the last five games, yeah, he's shooting 40%, but it's kind of weird that now we turn our nose up at Dennis Schroeder shooting 40%. He had very, very poor nights against uh, the Kings and the Bucks. He rebounded against Detroit. and, And it's one of those things where you're like, okay, but it's Detroit, you know, so no one really to challenge you there. And this team is best when all three guards are are firing together. And you just wonder, is Schroeder finally going back, regressing to the mean of what he has been his whole career? Because I've always talked about, it's always felt like you get good Dennis and bad Dennis. You get it for a two or three game stretch. So once you see, oh, he played pretty well, you know, he's probably going to play well for the next two nights. Then he's going to sink back down. He's going to start making poor decisions. The game speeds up. He He doesn't do the simple things like setting his feet before he goes into a jump shot, things like that to square up. And you just wonder, is he ever going to take that extra step for the game to slow down? And it looked like up until this point, he'd been great at that this season. So I just wonder if this is just a slump and we're all freaking out, or, or if, or if it's time to be like, hey, maybe Dennis is kind of being the guy that he's always been.
1: Yeah, I mean, career wise, and you'd know this, Ryan, being an Atlanta Hawks fan and seeing a lot of Dennis Shooter before he came for the uh, to the Oklahoma City Thunder. But he's always just been a guy that I'm looking, that I'll look at and evaluate and say, he's just a streaky guy. You know, he'll have a week or two. Of greatness, he'll have a week week or two of. I saw him on the floor, but the production would tell you otherwise. Uh, Even with the Thunder last year, that was kind of the case. He'd have ten great games and ten games where it didn't really matter. This season, like I feel like up to this point, he's at least given us. We should give him the benefit of the doubt for just this season, and just this is just a bad little streak that everybody goes through. Shea Gil, Sal, had streaks like this. All season long, Chris Paul's head had streaks like this. Danilo Gallinari, I feel like, just came out of his little mini-funk scoring the basketball, at least from an efficiency efficiency standpoint. So, in that respect, you got to hope, like, you're right. If the Thunder are going to go into Boston, it's going to be because Dennis Schroeder has a good game. He, he doesn't have to be the high scorer of the game, but he, along with the other um, point guards in the three-point guard line, they're going to have to be firing all, all cylinders like they did against Detroit. But, again, this is Boston. That's a much tougher task with the way that they're playing. But I mean, real quick before you take us around the association, Matt. I mean, is there anything that you've noticed about Dennis Schroeder, or is it mainly? I mean, I, 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 is it just mainly like with the bench? Any bench, any NBA team is going to have lulls, especially at this point in the year when everybody is like, "All right, we've got twenty of these games left. Now let's start playing."
2: Right. I I think tonight was weird because, like like Ryan said, I mean, this game was pretty much in hand the entire way, the entire second half. Um he was my he was my player of the game uh, against Detroit. I was like, okay, finally, like he's back. He has struggled a little bit, uh, but he's back. So tonight, five for sixteen. Uh, that's tough. Two for five from the three point line. But uh, I don't I don't know about Dennis. I don't know. I think it's still kind of wait and see. You know, uh, once he gets once he gets past this slump, which I'm sure he will. I mean, he's 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 a really good player, and he's still I I think he's still up there for six man of the year. Uh, if not in the lead um it's pretty much Lou Williams uh memorial award every single
1: year um but he, he's a damn starter
2: yeah ex- exactly
1: I mean they tip the ball off call a timeout all right Lou go out there yeah, go get yeah,
2: him go go out there and uh, do what you do just shoot it um but no I, I think I think Dennis will come back uh and play the way that that he was earlier in the year I think I think he's still uh I think he's just going through going through a little slump
0: yeah, and I'm not ready to just mash the panic button or anything like that. I just I was really excited this season because what I've always noticed about Dennis is he's always playing the game at like a thousand miles an hour is what it seems like and there are times and especially when he pulls up for those mid-range jumpers that he just doesn't take that extra second to gather himself square up to the bucket and that's when things get really haywire and i just wondered with the influence of chris paul coming in and showing hey it's okay to shoot these mid-range jumpers that was the area that i think he's improved most in Now, over the last few games it, it's kind of been back to the old ways of, of speeding up so maybe that it's as simple as they get him on an off day in the film room and just say hey look Remember that thing that you weren't doing very well? Let's fix it again, and we'll, we'll be fine. So, Exactly.
1: It would be so weird if the Thunder did get a six-man-of-the-year award in a season where everybody thought that they weren't going to make the playoffs, they're going to be a lottery team, and everybody's going to get traded, and this team would be trash. Of course, none of those things have happened.
0: It's called, it's called repositioning, Brady. I don't think you've ever heard of
1: it. Refreshing, replenishing, whatever it's called. We'll call Sam Presti. We'll have him on the air probably the next segment. But before we get to that next segment... Matt Burton, you better be telling me when you take us around the association that the Miami Heat have come back against the New Orleans Pelicans.
0: Let's go around the association for an NBA scoreboard update brought to you by Oklahoma Operation Lifesaver.
2: All right, we'll, we'll just start there. We'll start there. In New Orleans, um, the Miami Heat have come back. Uh, they are still uh, losing. Still losing. Really. Yikes. 100-96 uh, right now. Game still in progress. Jimmy Butler has 25 to lead. The Heat and Drew Holiday has 18 to lead the New Orleans Pelicans. Starting off earlier today, the Washington Wizards uh, get a home win against the Atlanta Hawks, 118 to 112. Cam Reddish led the way for the Hawks with 28 points, and uh, for the Wizards, I clicked on. I did it. I, I'm I'm sorry. I keep <laughs> clicking on these these links, these game recaps that are right next to the. Uh, yeah, anyway.
0: Uh,
1: oh, Bradley well. Beal. Bradley Beal, thirty-five points. That's better than some links you could accidentally click. That is very
2: true. Thirty-five points for Bradley Beal. Uh Washington, don't look now. Uh four and a half games back uh from making actually making the playoffs this year in the East. Uh oh. Four four games back from the Magic in the eighth spot, four and a half games back from the Nets uh in
0: the seventh spot. Yeah, no Trey Young tonight. What what else what else do you expect out of my boys? they they're not they're not a good basketball team, okay? How dare you? That same same basketball team that has Cam Reddish on it. Cam Reddish has has panned out great this year, I
2: thought. Yes, he has. And I knew that he would because he went to Duke. Um, The Brooklyn Nets, speaking of, hosted the San Antonio Spurs tonight. And after scoring 79 the other night, the Brooklyn Nets exploded for 139. 139 tonight. They take down the Spurs, 139 to 120. DeMar DeRozan had 24 points, 9 assists to lead the way for the... Uh, spurs the nets um lavert he's back
1: he's good he's
2: back 27 points 10 assists 11 rebounds for the triple double was tim duncan in charge again
0: tonight uh we all know becky hammond's really in tr- in charge. <laughs> I, I, was about to, I was about to say did we talk about this why was tim duncan the guy how many more seasons has becky been on the bench she's has been on staff lot?
1: with the spurs for like seven eight years
0: yeah so why was tim duncan the is it just because he's tim duncan
1: so nah, I don't, know. I when don't I, know.
0: When I saw that, I just had a huge problem with it. I'm sorry. I, don't I,
2: st- I still know, We still know Becky Hammond's calling the shots anyway. So That's fine. Becky with the good hair. Oh, yes. It's fine. The uh, Pacers went to Chicago tonight and got the victory 108-102 to over the Bulls. DeMontis Savonis, 24 points and 12 boards to lead the way for the Pacers. And Kobe White, 26 points to lead the way for the Bulls. Kobe White's worked out a lot better than I thought he would. Um... The fans thought, will agree. I thought, yeah, very true, very true. Um, but, yeah, he, he's worked out a lot better than I thought he would. He's been a nice it's been a, piece it's been a good, yeah, It's yeah. been a good surprise. I just thought, I was like, man, I, I really liked his game when he was at Carolina, and then he got drafted to the Bulls.
0: I was like, oh.
1: And that was yeah, the last we'll hear of yeah, him. Yeah, it was, exactly. <laughs> are,
0: are you allowed to like his game when he's at Carolina? Is that a thing, or is that not?
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I don't like Carolina. I can like a certain player's okay. you know, game. I just, just wanted to, to be it. sure. Yeah, I just wanted to be sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he still wore that ugly blue Majestic. that's similar that's similar to that burnt orange is this a case where in game, my mind
1: is this a case where game respects game
2: yes yes right. game respects game i respect kobe
0: white's game i see
2: yes i respect cole anthony's game too if you haven't checked him out does he respect ben your North game though? no no definitely not sad definitely not I'm a slow, unathletic white guy that can only shoot it. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> you're ahead of me there.
2: Hey, at least you bring your lunch pail to work every day. <laughs> right, exactly.
0: And I was a coach's son. He's there's enough, a real I- yes. Ironically he's a, enough, he's a third-generation coach's right. son. That's got to be good enough for a roster <laughs> he's spot somewhere, he's right? It's coach, he's coach <laughs> on the floor. Uh, the Thunder's next
2: uh, two opponents squared off tonight. The Utah Jazz went up to Boston and got the road win, 99 to 94. Um, Mike Conley had 25 points tonight to lead the way for the Jazz. Good for Mike Conley. Good job, Mike kind of Conley. Been, kind of been struggling. You You've moved done to the bench.
1: literally nothing this year.
2: Um, <laughs> and Marcus Smart, 29 points to lead the way for the Celtics in this one. The, the Celtics
1: bench, holy cow. Their team is nothing but bench plus Jason Tatum. <laughs> right. Like they, True. their team is just made up of a bunch of bench players that are all very good.
0: Thirteen bench points
1: for this. I'll let you guys get tonight.
2: back to me on where Jason Tatum went after the break. Um, the Minnesota Timberwolves hosted the Orlando Magic tonight, uh, and the Magic get the road win, one thirty-two to one eighteen. Nikola Vucevic, twenty-eight points, twelve boards to lead the way for the Magic, and Malik Beasley, twenty-nine points to lead the way for the Timberwolves. He's been he's been putting up solid numbers since he got out of Denver. You know, since he was just a role player there, and they just have kind of a stacked lineup, and he didn't really fit in.
1: I'll take your word for it.
2: That Malik Beasley is doing better? (laughs) Yes. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, I'm watching watching the Heat and the Pelicans right now. I just realized that they're on right behind me. That's fine, that's fine. Jimmy Butler. Well, no play-by-play. We can't do play-by-play. The Dallas Mavericks uh, are going to get the home win against the Memphis Grizzlies tonight. Uh, just over a minute left in that one. One eighteen to ninety six is the score. Uh, Josh Jackson has sixteen to lead the way for the Grizzlies, and Chris Staps Porzingis twenty six points, eleven boards to lead the way for the Mavs.
1: That had to be the longest around the association ever. Oh, it's still going. Oh the, my <laughs> gosh! We're well, just, when just under six over. minutes.
2: Just under six minutes left in the third. The Phoenix Suns are on top of the Trailblazers right now in Phoenix, eighty six to sixty two and I won't read any box word there. Uh, Tonight, 9.30, going to be a good one. Lakers are hosting the Milwaukee Bucks, two of the best teams in the NBA, tonight at 9.30. And, uh, yeah, that was around the association.
1: That was Matt underscore Burton 22 on Twitter. I'm surrounded by at Radios Ryan on Twitter, Mr. Ryan Chapman, and I am Brady Does Sports on Twitter, Brady Trantham. Follow us. Follow us into the... Postseason, do it in your cool. Yeah, do it in your. Yeah, do it in your cool. Retweet everything. You know, whatever. You know, just tell tell me I'm silly. Tell Matt and Ryan that they're awesome. Whatever works for you. Just tell me anything.
0: Just speak to me. I'm, yes. I go home and I'm lonely and bored. Essentially, I'm just I sit staring at my phone, waiting for listeners to interact. So, <laughs> I'm a part-time producer at a sports radio station. Ask me anything.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do uh, a politics. for my Reddit my Reddit AMA. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: well. Thunder fans were happy at least. One twenty six, one hundred three. Oklahoma City gets the victory in Madison Square Garden tonight, behind a great night of shooting for Dan- uh, Danilo Gallinari. in. Dun- yeah, I don't have it ready. Oh, so it's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. My
2: Danilo. bad. I thought it was going to be like one time. Gallinari. I didn't know we were going to have to do it every single time we said. No, that is my Danilo. bad.
0: But I That's, will. I will have it ready. That anyways. is a. That uh, is a. Your performance is on par with the in-house Thunder DJ, essentially. Yes. They do it occasionally.
1: But good night from him. Good night from Chris Paul and Nerlens Stillwell and Hamadou Diallo and the boys and the gang. Yes. But when we get back, more of this 23 point beatdown, and we might go a little bit into the future with the Thunder schedule this coming up week. It's a big week for Thunder basketball. Everybody get ready, but stay tuned to 107.7, the franchise, 107.9, the franchise in Tulsa. People. Doesn't love the Chili Peppers, lame people. That's who. I bet Madison doesn't like the Chili Peppers. She'd be like, She'd be like "Who? <laughs> wow! <laughs> Oklahoma oh, wow. football loves the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Wow! We know
2: Madison so well."
1: Yes, I know that. That we are talking about Madison Morris, of course, at Madison Morris on Twitter, who is usually on the post game shows with uh, me, Brady Trantham. But she had a very busy day, so she has the night off, doing God knows what probably painting the town red in some some way shape or form i think she like paints the town orange Ew! don't do that orange is just an ugly color it's just like look regardless of your regardless of your team affiliation orange is just not a very good color it's especially just, burn orange especially that they burn orange
2: no oh, seriously God. i went to austin two years ago and no one wore texas gear i know because it's, they it's know a it's a an big, ugly color it's a big
1: city and like yeah like i don't want to wear this it's a fall color summertime we only wear these on game day yeah that is matt burton our producer by the way and in madison's place mr ryan chapman doing a wonderful job it's 2020 i don't believe in seasonal colors i mean i sure hope so you're wearing green it's not spring yet it feels like it but it's not spring just yet you know you can never I, you can, I just wear whatever i want whatever a color self-identifies as it's what the color is you can't win them all. Not even the Thunder on the road because they've won 11 of their last 12. We all know what that one game was. We don't need to talk about it anymore. The week is over now. Thank goodness. But the Thunder did defeat the New York Knicks 126-103. to They just straight destroyed the New York Knicks. They were up by as many as 34 in this game. It was never close. The game was never in doubt. The Thunders did their thing. The three-point guard lineup did their thing. Even with Dennis Schroeder having a little bit of a uh, lackadaisical game in terms of scoring that we kind of highlighted in the second segment. And again, I will remind you all, if you're just like, well, what did you guys say about Dennis Schroeder? Just subscribe to the OKC82 podcast in about 20 minutes after uh, the show ends, in the next 20 minutes or so, uh, we'll be up on the podcast feed, and you can listen to that anywhere you, you listen to podcasts. Um but yes, with that, Deniel Gallinari scoring, and don't worry, you don't have to get you don't have to the soundbite. Uh, Stephen Adams had a, a good little game as well. The bench overall had good scoring outputs from Hamadou Diallo, Abdul Nader, and company. Just a, the type of performance that you want against a bad team, especially uh, Ryan going into a big game on Sunday, and it's a big game not just because you're the you're playing the Boston Celtics, but because the Thunder are constantly. You know, they're fighting for seeding in the Western Conference, and teams are starting to position themselves for a strong postseason run. So every win counts. Every loss will ring so hard as you get in uh, later into the regular season. So this is, it's a big game because of the opponent, yes, but it's just a big game regardless for the Oklahoma City Thunder.
0: Yeah. I mean, cliche as it is, every game is big down the stretch here. As we've said earlier, um, again, listen to the OKC82 podcast if you missed this, but the Houston Rockets went into this same Madison Square Garden and lost. That's a team that's above the Thunder in the standings that the Thunder are jockeying for seeding. So all these games matter, but I just think it's very important. Obviously, you're going to get hyper-focused on this Boston game, just considering how good the Celtics have been this season and have been the last couple of years. It's very important to go in, take care of business, and almost treat this game like a tune-up. It's it's your your scrimmage, your preseason game, whatever you want to call it. You want to make sure that everything's firing correctly. You want You want to make sure that Dennis Schroeder, though he contributed in other areas of the of the game, you want him to feel comfortable and not be second-guessing and passing up shots he'd usually take. You want the offense to be flowing. You want Hami Diallo to come in and play well. That way, when he comes off the bench, there is there is no uh, Terrence Ferguson uh, timidness or anything like that. So it, very important to just get everything right, especially after the week that they've had. You, you lose to two elite of the elite teams two teams that could be finals contenders and the bucks and the clippers and games that you never were really in you beat detroit but in a way that you probably don't feel happy about so important to take the day off get your mind right get focused in and try to be locked in so that you can be playing as good a basketball as you possibly can against
1: boston what do you think burton did the thunder have a prayer in i'm sorry in boston in boston um they played them tough they they probably should have won that game in oklahoma city but that was right around the time where jason tatum started like playing at a mvp type level he's not going to be he's not going to be an mvp this season but he's playing at a level where going into next season okay i can buy him as an mvp candidate because he's putting up 30 and 40 against everybody yeah no i saw that i saw that quote about him saying that
2: like he was really worried about making the all-star team and once he did Said that it felt like a weight was lifted off his shoulders. And since then he's averaging like thirty-four a game. Yeah, and then he got since a since the All-Star Break.
1: Then he got a tattoo that begs some questions. But you know, yeah, it's, but they're it's okay. Fine. It's but, okay. It's okay. Oh fine.
2: well. No, I, I th- the Thunder do um g- gonna have to have Dennis Schroeder play better. He's the, he is he has been kind of the X Factor. Of whenever the Thunder play great, it's normally like Dennis Schroeder has a good has a really good game. Uh, he is the X Factor. When they don't play good uh, you can actually you can kind of look and see like oh, Dennis Schroeder had like uh, nine points and eleven points, uh, so now Dennis Schroeder needs to be better. Uh, Chris Paul just needs to keep keep doing what he, keep doing what he's doing, keep doing what he's doing. Um, I think Steve Steve needs to have a, have a better game because last game uh, against the Celtics, uh, Daniel Tice was the star, yeah. uh, kind of for the Celtics if if I'm remembering correctly. Um, and that just that just can't happen. That cannot happen if you're Steven Adams. You cannot give up all those offensive rebounds, all those boards to Daniel Tice.
0: Yeah, that fell in that period where Steven was really poor around the rim, too. It, that He came, might have been a little banged up at that time yeah, as that, well. Yeah, that came right before that Spurs game where Steven started one for five, basically inside the restricted area. He was having similar problems. It seems that he's kind of got his touch around the basket back, so I definitely banged up a little bit and feeling a little bit better. But yeah, Steven Adams needs to play a lot better. Dennis Schroeder play a lot better. And the best part is if one of those guys gets going, it benefits the other When They get that high-low pick-and-roll game going. They are fun to watch, and especially when you add Nerlens Noel... Nerlens played really well tonight you, you get all that going together in the right direction and i th- I think the thunder have a great chance to go into boston actually and and win this game um I like you said they should have won in oklahoma City and and who knows maybe we'll see if this road warriors thing continues but i I just feel good about it Tatum's kind of
1: yeah the- he's
0: obviously playing great but pedestrian tonight you know um you, you never know which pantheon of uh, deities that he's rolling with with his tattoo but
2: Hopefully it's did, one that looks fondly upon Los Thunders. Did OKC uh, throw multiple people at Tatum? Or was that... Had, had Dort been starting? And Dort was starting. He was, he was starting. Yeah. Okay, okay. So I, I couldn't remember if that six was around. Sixth or seventh
1: start at that point. Okay. I couldn't remember if that was around. So I'm assuming he'll probably... I mean, really what lost the Thunder that game was that poor third start to the third quarter. All yes. it really took was a 7-1 run by the Celtics for them to not only get back into the game, but regain momentum that the Thunder could just really never regain at that point right. like boston's too good you can't even let them you can't even let them go on a 7-1 run so um i will say this the thunder and at least chris paul seemed to have the correct mentality going into this game and i just saw this quote this is from joe masato uh from the oklahoma covers the thunder and i'm going to assume this is probably some new york journalist uh, maybe somebody from the new york daily where all they do is just try to get like headline grabbers because the uh media member asked Uh, hey Chris have you ever imagined playing for the New York Knicks this is kind of going back to the uh, rumors that we talked about in the first segment and Chris Paul says I imagine playing in Boston on Sunday (laughs) just shut down (laughs) yes and then Logan Meyer you're not
2: gonna get Chris Paul with that Chris Paul is such a veteran he's not gonna fall for that
1: I know and he he even expounds like he's clearly talking a little bit more in this video but uh, who cares but uh, Logan Meyer on Twitter who uh He's a great follow. He's a big Thunder fan. He, he writes for dailythunder.com. Um, he quote tweeted the video and said, yeah, this is the diplomatic version of next question. Right. Can you imagine? What would Russell Westbrook say to that? If it was the same situation, if there were rumors about Russell Westbrook to the Knicks?
2: what would You, Russell, know. you know what he would say.
1: Uh, you know what Russell actually might? Yeah, I have. It'd be cool to have like all the fashion empire in New York City.
0: <laughs> New York Fashion Week is great. I'm up here a ton. Love it.
1: High fashion. Hashtag high fashion. High fashion. Chris Paul is a man of hashtag high fashion, I must say. Oh, man. But I guess after the Boston game, the Thunder do return to Oklahoma City for a two-game homestand, and they have two days off in between Boston and their following game against the Utah Jazz, and then a Friday night matchup against the Minnesota Timberwolves. And again, guys, I, I don't know about y'all. I think we're all penciling in the Thunder to probably lose against Boston. And again, that's not trying to insult the Oklahoma City Thunder. It's just Boston's really, really darn good. And I know a lot of people are probably doing the same thing as penciling in a win for the uh, Utah Jazz game, for for the Thunder, I should say, over the Utah Jazz. I don't know about that. And I, I get, like, the Jazz have disappointed me this season. Like, they have made me seem foolish. They're like a better version of the Sacramento Kings. I bought all the Kool-Aid, drank it all, and then I became fat and diabetic off the Sacramento Kings and the Utah Jazz. They're going to make the playoffs, so maybe they can turn it on, but... Again, they're going to be the Thunder are going to be playing a game at home against the Jazz against a roster that is better than them. So, I don't like this mentality of oh they'll win that one. I I think they'll go one and one. I just this team is playing
0: two really good playoff caliber teams, and I feel like the Thunder play consistently enough that when they have stretches like this, I just mentally am just like well they're going to be good enough to win one of those games. They'll probably lose the other one, and I think both games will be decided under six points. So that's kind of just how I this Thunder team is. I'm like they're good enough to beat the teams they should beat, and against the the higher upper echelon of teams in the NBA, um, everyone that's not both LA teams and the Bucks, then I'm just like they're probably going to be in this game. It's probably going to be a five point game down the stretch, and it could go either way. Um, in clutch time, if the ball's in the Thunder's hands, I'm probably going to bet on them to make the plays necessary because they have over and over they've played more clutch time games than anybody else in the league so they're just more comfortable by nature um but then again you know there's games like that boston game where you have sga with the ball and a chance to win and marcus smart gets the uh steal so it it happens ish happens it's the nba
2: yeah the the next two i i really want to say two losses is that bad
1: is that bad i feel shame. like it, no, i think, I, like they, said, I, think I, like two. I think i counted them both as losses in the pregame show
2: i feel i feel like they go oh two the just got the celtics I mean, the Celtics are really good, and I, I think there's so, there's a couple matchup problems in there. It's like who's going to guard? Okay, Dort's going to guard Tatum, but who's going to guard Jalen Brown? Is it Shea? I guess, but I mean, I don't know. Shea, Jalen Brown. I, I like Jalen Brown a lot. I think he's made, uh, I think he's made a lot of uh, improvements in his game. Also, uh, he just gets overshadowed by Jason Tatum a bit, uh, for good reason. Um, I, but yeah, the Jazz. Uh, I mean like tonight they they beat Bo- they literally they beat Boston tonight held them to 94 points and the jazz are just they'll just suffocate you on defense and you're not going to get much you're not going to get much in the paint uh against the jazz with Rudy Gobert there so um going to have to have Steven Adams play uh play a lot better than he has been i mean he's been playing fine after the all-star break but he needs to bring it up, bring it up to another level against the jazz if if the Thunder gonna have any chance in that one?
1: Yeah, I think it's something as simple as you know, Jason Tatum and probably Jalen Brown are gonna do their thing, but don't let Tyce ha- like dominate right. you, Stephen. Don't you let can. Gordon Hayward come off the bench and have like one of those. Remember how good I used to be, games. Like right. nothing. Like if you if you just simply take care of the role players, don't let Marcus Smart, um, you know, make game clinching plays against you. You'll probably you might be in a chance to win the game, and uh, for the Thunder, that's the best thing they can hope for because they're the most clutch team in the NBA, and that's where they thrive.
0: Yeah, and, and like we've alluded to all, all night, this is where they're going to need guys like Dennis Schroeder, and, and Chris Paul's been playing great, but especially in that Utah game, if you allow me to look one more ahead, we, we talk about Rudy Gobert being so good. Well, Dennis Schroeder has been, at times, the most efficient guard in the mid-range from that top of the free throw line, top of the key area what's the best way to circumvent Rudy Gobert if Dennis Schroeder is going to go off then you know so if you have those guys that are pushing the pace
1: Schroeder has historically had great games against Rudy Gobert and yeah. the Jazz
0: so I it's just you know that's why things like Schroeder having an 0 for 7 start against the Knicks even though it's a game that's out of hand there are still little storylines and intrigue because that was what I was worried about. you, you got to look at him and, and make sure, hey, he had a bad first half. Can you go in at halftime, come back out, readjust, and, and not let it be a, a two-to-three game trend and just be one bad night? Because they're going to need him for the stretch ahead.
1: And before we get out of here, let's do that stat cat thing. I, I held it off as long as I could, but let's let's fire it up, Mr. Burton. Three, two, one.
2: <laughs> Watch you, What's your cat...
1: Meow. Abomination. (laughs) No, uh, this one's really simple to me. The four turnovers committed by Oklahoma City. Oh, did I do it again? He did it again. He's playing with my heart. I'm sorry. I got lost in the game. It's okay. Happens. Four turnovers. Chris Paul had one. I I mean. That's average for about a quarter on a Russell Westbrook team. That's like, oh, that good. That's a good job right there. But four turnovers overall. I mean, the Knicks only had twelve, which isn't terrible. But um, the Thunder just did exactly what they had to do. They didn't beat themselves against a terrible team. And the four turnovers is probably the biggest highlight of that. Everything else is just, you know, just a nice little luxury. The the Knicks shooting, the poor shooting from the three point line, the blocks that Oklahoma City had. Well, blocks are cool, but why are you letting these guys get into the paint so deeply? But hey, I guess. You know, whatever keeps them from uh, making the basket counts at the end of the day. But four turnovers by the Oklahoma City Thunder. Excellent. That's how you need to play on the road against a bad team. I'm going to go with nine.
0: Just nine fast break points for the Thunder, which shows you anytime you score 126 points and only nine of those points are coming in transition, you were absolutely lethal in the half court, half court, not half court. And uh, the offense was moving and everyone's really getting their shot, getting to their spots. So I'm going to go with my... Stat 1B, which is nine fast break points. Good job, Thunder, scoring 126 without having to get out and run. Always a good night. I am also going to go with four, but four three-pointers uh, for the New
2: York Knicks. We said it after gonna... the Pistons game. Yeah, I was just going to redo I, I, no, your exact you, stat. I thought you were going to say four quarters
1: of great basketball. Four
2: quarters of great basketball. Let's get out of here. Um, no, the, uh, four three-pointers. We said it after the Pistons game. Uh, Got to gotta do better regarding the three-point line. You can't just let them can't just let them do that to you. Uh, especially a team like the Pistons. That was just that was kind of disappointing, but Thunder did really well uh defending the perimeter tonight, only allowing four three-pointers for 16% shooting threes for the Knicks. That was not great. Um not a great dis- not a great shooting display for the Knicks. They could have used Christian Wood and uh Steve They
1: the would s- be instant on starters the s- on the, so the on same team, action <laughs> too.
2: They would be instant starters on this Knicks team. Yikes.
1: my goodness well everybody thank you for listening we've got 19 left guys and then the postseason
2: 19
1: and it's let's do it it is fun doing these postgame shows with you mr matt burton it's fun doing them with madison morris but again she deserved a night off so ryan glad that we can have you just fill right in i thought the company line was that we hated her oh no 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 remember that's after Ah, that's after we we sign off my bad my bad she hates us Oh yes of course. Y- yes. She, there's she, a
0: rule so people people here
2: kind of get behind the curtain here for you guys. Um there's a rule they someone can only hang out with us for a certain amount of time before they uh, have like guaranteed days off away from us. So
0: True. Goodness. we have that effect on people unfortunately i just got absorbed into the group as opposed to being someone that that against your to will well you don't yeah. get a choice now so yeah glad you to be, you, you this is have the days hotel off. california glad to, have days off. Glad, to, <laughs> glad to be here blinks furiously
1: there you go Help. <laughs> well that is ryan chapman at radios ryan on twitter follow him Help. matt burton our producer at matt underscore burton 22 and i'm brady trantham at brady does sports on twitter follow us and again 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 Subscribe to the OKC82 Podcast if you want to get this and much, much more with Madison Morris, me, the boys, and then Chisholm Holland every Wednesday from the Press Restaurant. We do a live show from about noon to one uh, where we talk Thunder basketball and NBA-wide topics as well. We have fun with it and we appreciate the press and all that they do. And We also appreciate New Balance and uh, Spring Creek and Edmond for sponsoring the Franchise Podcast Network and the OKC82 Podcast. We appreciate you all very, very much. Go check them out. Go get yourself some shoes. But in the meantime, everybody, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, wherever you're listening, be safe. Have a fun weekend. Make good decisions. And we'll see you on Sunday after the Thunder take on the Celtics.